Uh, welcome, everyone. I know that we've done a couple of these uh, in the past so far, and I've seen some uh, similar uh, participants in here. So it's great to have these little, what I call, quick bites of information that we can give to you. Um, I'm accompanied uh, today by Ron Rood as well to go through this in some more detail. And basically, I don't know if we have 15 minutes of content to go through this, but obviously we'll be able to answer your questions. But the big thing, obviously, is to understand the support lifecycle for Dynamics AX, because I've heard a, a lot of questions from customers and from prospects uh, who are switching over or looking at upgrading or trying to do their planning uh, for their ERP system. And basically, they're trying to understand when when are they going to have this support lifecycle issue and what are the options that they have, because maybe they have not started the upgrade process or even the discussion around that. So the intent here is just to give you as much information as possible on some of the options that you have. Uh, and obviously, we'd be more than happy to cover anything in more detail if you reach out to us. So that being said, here's our basic agenda. So basically what we're covering is what, what are the support types that Dynamics AX has? Um, and you're going to talk about, we're going to talk about mainstream support and also extended support. And then also what are the other options that you have to be able to support your organization? Um, there are a couple that are even beyond extended support that I just wanted to bring up and at least bring it front to mind for you to be able to, to kind of figure out what action plan you want to take. The support types here um, are basically split into two categories inside of the Dynamics product line. There is considered a, a mainstream support option um, where Microsoft is basically maintaining the product, and I'll get into the details of what that means. And then there's an extended support option where Microsoft is more primarily focused on some of the security updates and not doing as much of those new features as part of that deployment or those cumulative updates that you've seen at AX 2012 R3, for example. The typical time frame that you get for these support types are generally five years for mainstream and then five years for extended. Now, this is flipped a lot in the in the actual last couple of years where sometimes it's 10 years for mainstream. And I put a caveat or an asterisk there because there have been changes to that. But the typical Microsoft support lifecycle for Dynamics is looking at five years for mainstream and then five years for extended for that 10-year type mark that they're looking at. So what does mainstream support basically mean? So if you have mainstream support for your product, you're gonna have the ability, for example, to purchase a paid support agreement from Microsoft. You're going to be getting security update support. You're going to be getting non-security hotfix support as well. So any new features that are potentially added, um, for example, 2012 R3, there's been a lot of wax and tracks updates. Um, those have been in FinOps, obviously the new version of AX, and then also they, uh, have been supported inside of 2012 as well. So you are getting those non-security based updates as well that you can do. You can do no charge incident support. Um, you can do warranty claims. Uh, obviously you can have design changes and feature requests that are implemented as well into the solution. Uh, so as they add extended functionality in the mainstream support lifecycle, you're going to get those new design changes and feature requests. And then the self-service support. And I think this is one of the big ones just to note here, being able to access the knowledge base being able, or docs basically, being able to access the help and the support site with it. Um, all of this is being maintained and updated as part of that mainstream support type environment. 
Now, after a certain period of time, like we said, five to 10 years, and it varies per product, which we'll show on one of the screens coming up here, you get into what's called this extended support option uh, that Microsoft then supplies. And so a couple of things that are, are noted with this. So uh, extended support, you can actually, you generally drive a contract with Microsoft, and typically you're looking at 100 to $150,000 a year, in which you then extend your coverage on top of the actual product. Now this varies and there's some variables that come into it. And so we'd have to look at your environment or your user count and your requirements for that extended support uh, because there are options then inside of that extended support of whether or not you want security updates or whether or not you want to be able to do paid support agreements. Um, but there is that option for you. And so if you do include those as part of the extended support, um, obviously it gives you the ability to purchase then a paid support agreement. It gives you that security update capability and then non-security hot fixes as well uh, so they're not uh, buffer overflows or things like that more of product functionality that's not working that's a bug you'd also get that as well but remember with that non-security hotfix support if your extended hotfix agreement is not purchased within 90 days of ending the mainstream support that's generally not an option that you can have on that contract for the extended support and then lastly you still gain access then to that self-service support through the Microsoft Docs, KB, Help, um, and also the support site as well. So, you know, when you're planning, you need to start thinking about when you when you move to extended support, there's an additional cost to be able to have that access directly to Microsoft to be able to have, for example, localization changes, legal changes that occur for taxes. Um, all those types of things are no longer being supported after mainstream ends if you do not have extended. And even with extended, there are certain things that are not supported then, like the new features, for example, which is in mainstream, they are definitely not included as part of that extended support contract that you have. And then lastly here, you know, kind of what are your, your other options with this? And so I've read a couple of blogs and I've talked to a couple other people as well. The one that comes front to mind is, is do nothing. And uh, ironically, I actually know a couple of uh, customers that are in that position. Um, the, the thing about doing nothing, obviously, is that you're, you're kind of on an island then when you're looking at any type of support that you need. Um, obviously, partners are out there to be able to help you. And there's some partners that were really good at AX2009 and then 2012 as well, or even 4.0 or even the prior versions. But the thing that you have to know is that after a period of time, obviously, we're, as partners, we're not focusing on maintaining those existing products after Microsoft support uh, supports lifecycle is actually concluded. Um, so something to note is that you probably want to start doing something more than doing nothing. Um, obviously, there are a couple of options that you have with that that I put on here. One is the to upgrade to Dynamics 365. Um, we've done a couple of uh, webinars on this just to talk about some of those aspects that need to be considered, and we're continuing with that. But the other aspect of this, too, is that there are discounts that you may be eligible for. I know that there was a 40% discount at one point in time that you could actually exercise by going through that upgrade lifecycle. Um, just know that that's something that you should be talking to your partner about to find more information about it. Um, you can also purchase custom support contracts through Microsoft. Um, don't expect those to be cheap though. Um, they are going to be extraordinarily expensive, um, but it is an option. So if you are an extremely large organization and you know that the risk of changing platforms exceeds what that cost could be, um, obviously we could talk with Microsoft and then come up with some type of a custom support contract that's specific to your organization. And then 
remember as well, we still have that partner existence, uh, assistance, excuse me, but obviously it dwindles over time. And you can always still add and remove licenses um, on 2009, on 2012 R3, um, even after those support contracts expire. So it doesn't stop you from buying new things, obviously, but at the same point, it's not being supported then from Microsoft's perspective for that. Um, one of the last things I just wanted to highlight here, uh, we're kind of getting to end of time, and I don't know, Ron, if you're going to have anything that you want to add to this, but the net result here is that this is an example of the support timelines for Dynamics AX and when that mainstream support is ending. So if you're at 2012 R2, obviously, we're looking at 2018 that that already lapsed for that mainstream support, and you would probably then have purchased either an extended support or some type of an agreement with Microsoft to then have that last till 2021. Now, even though you're paying Microsoft for that extended support, remember that it expires as well. So after 2021, that's where you start looking at that custom support option that you would have to have for it. But for example, here, if you look at 2009, um, obviously, then the mainstream support is ended. And with 2012 R3, um, this is the time to start looking at going through that, that upgrade lifecycle if you're, if you're entertaining that, uh, because obviously, you've got two years, basically, before that that expiration uh, is going to occur where you would have to then purchase that extended support contract uh, to be able to support your organization. Now, like I said, we as partners, we're going to help you as much as we can. Uh, but like we also said, eventually that skill set, that information dwindles um, and it's no longer accessible online uh, and it's no longer accessible for us to access um, as time goes on. So this is just a slide to keep up there. And the, the difference obviously as well with Dynamics 365 um, finance and operations is there's a whole different area for that that specifies that mainstream support option, but they're very similar in how they tackle it. Uh, and I have links in this document for you to be able to access that information as well in the future. Ron, I don't know if you had anything else that you wanted to add um, to this as for clarity or discounts or next yeah. step. Actually, if you want to just go back one slide, Scott, let me just, uh, the one thing I think is important when we talk about that second uh, bullet there, upgrading D3CC5 discounts. Uh, the one caveat to understand, and you, know, you need to make sure you, you discuss this with your partners, that you do have to be on, uh, have to have a current support agreement on the product. So for you, that means if you've uh, managed and kept your BREP, the business ready enhancement plan, that's 16%. If you kept current on that, then you would qualify for the, the discount and the, those discounts will um, expire or they'll no longer be in effect as of the end of October of this year. So if you're if you're um, strongly considering the possibility to do an upgrade, uh, that timing might be perfect for you to to secure some of those discounts. Awesome, thanks, Ron.